service. What's up, listeners? Thanks for tuning in to another episode of the Full Service Podcast. I am your host, Tank Smith. Welcome. We're back. It is uh, episode 13, week 13. It's a Christmas miracle. I'm excited to be here. It's uh, it's Christmas Eve. I don't know when you're listening to this, when I'm recording to this. It's actually the 23rd, but uh, when I'm putting this out, Christmas Eve. Merry Christmas. Happy Christmas if you're in the UK. It's day three of Hanukkah. Happy Hanukkah. I'm sure there's something I'm leaving out. You know, whatever you're celebrating, I hope, it, uh, I hope it's a good time. It's uh, almost 2028 days. Hope your 2020 is filled with amazing things. <laughs> but no, thanks uh thanks for being here. This is uh this is episode 13. It's the second part of uh my interview with uh Gia Bella Ferrari. If you've not listened to last week's episode, episode 12, and you're starting to listen to this episode, we get into the interview, you're like, "I don't know what's happening." Uh this is the part 2. <laughs> So if you have not listened to episode 12 yet, this episode, go back and listen to episode 12. It will make this episode make a lot more sense. You know, you're gonna be like, who's talking? I don't know what's happening. <laughs> I'm lost. Go listen to episode 12. But no, Gia Bella Ferrari. She's a, an adult film actress. She's worked as an escort. She's a model, life coach, athlete, medical professional. She does it all. So we, uh, we talk about all of that stuff. So uh, make sure if you have not yet, check <laughs> check out part one. Check out, definitely, if, if, if there's anything you take away from this episode, check out last week's episode first. <laughs> and if you have not, if you listened to the last week's episode, you're here again and you have not given her a follow on the old Twitter, make sure you do that. Her Twitter is Gianna Bella XXX. Gianna Bella XXX. Her website is GiaBellaOfYourDesire.com. So make sure you give her website a check out. It has uh, links to her work. You can check out her videos. There's a lot of good stuff. Go give it a click. Give it that old internet traffic boost. But no, thanks for being here. Um, yeah, I get, I get right into the interview. So if you're like, oh, hey, what's going on? Go listen to last week's episode. But uh, no, this is uh, part two of my interview with Gia Bella Ferrari. I hope you enjoy. Thanks. <laughs> Like how is how is dating in a relationship like relationships like like escorting and even you know, like adult films? Relationships aren't that difficult. Uh, some providers I know, they're in a relationship that they made because of uh, somebody they met in the industry that they had you know incredible chemistry with, and they later married, retired, you know, got out, stayed in because it was a working thing. It's like you do you. You sometimes do me. Yeah. I'll sometimes do whatever. Variety spice of life. And at the end of the day, we all come together. An nice. open relationship. And that's great because it's nice to have an open, honest relationship with someone. Yeah, if you can be honest, that's a key. I mean, that's a key to everything. Or else it's they, not going to work but out. But if they don't know what you do, you can never live together, especially if you work from home. Unless you've got some great ruse where you leave it, you know, 9 o'clock and you're home by 5. But you're going to miss a lot between, you know, 5 and 8 p.m regularly you know you can take weekends off like most people spend it with your kids and significant others but uh i don't know i've always questioned it that's always been that's one hang up i've had about the industry i would I, i've had a very dear friend up here i met down in florida and uh found out we lost touch for three years and i call and say hey you know i happen to be up here working for this you know this company and he goes that's really weird because i i moved up here and i'm across the street at perimeter mall uh, are you kidding me? 
what are the chances? So yeah. I, I walk out of the end call and I'm just like, all right, I'm taking the next couple hours off. And I walk and we meet at the mall and we have lunch and shoot the shit. I'm honest with him because uh, he was also the producer of Spider Web Productions years ago okay. that I shot the B-rated horror films with. Nice. Um, yeah, that was a lot of fun. Very creepy dude, but grew up to be not so creepy. <laughs> uh, but no, great guy, but it was nice to have that confidant. Because I couldn't tell the people that I'm dating what I do. We don't live together, so I come go there. Please, you get off work at five or six. You know, I'll be over on seven thirty-eight. You know, let's go out and do something. Blah blah blah. It was great. Yeah. Because my life is my life, your life is your life, and then after hours, when we have time, it was our life. But it was never entangled. And now living with somebody, it's difficult because I I I don't do hotels. So I think they're high risk and. I mean, I've, I've actually gone and done CLEs and CEU classes for my degree and for my profession, my real job. And I've checked into a hotel legitimately. I got my scrubs on, my hospital ID badge. I'm checking into a hotel and I feel freaking uncomfortable as hell. Like everybody's looking at me. They know. I mean, I'm there to study, go to this class for three days and then fly back home. But all I'm, I'm freaking out, thinking all eyes are on me, and like they know, and they think I'm doing something shady, and, and it's scary. I've been thrown out of a hotel unnecessarily. It had nothing to do with me. I just really? checked in from the same area for the same amount of days at the same time as eight other providers from the Florida area that oh, were God. there, except for they checked the internet and found all of them, but not me because I'm there for a, a, a spinal. Yeah. Spinal musculoskeletal class. The only place it was offered is in fucking Chicago. So I flew uh, up there three days for this class. And you happen to be checking in, right? Is it? I checked in uh, within 30 minutes of them checking in, went to my room, and within 30 minutes, management comes up with two vice cops saying that um, uh, they are asking me to leave immediately on suspicion of prostitution because I checked in for exactly three days within 30 minutes of the same other eight girls. Damn. And all from the same. All of us had Florida IDs, all booked on Priceline. <laughs> okay, and I'm standing there. I'm still, I haven't even changed. I haven't done anything. I'm just like, got off a plane. I'm in my scrubs. So I'm like, hospital badge. Paperwork for the class that's right across the fucking street. There's something going on in town. There's no hotel. Yeah. And the, I'm like, I got this and I booked in advance because I'm taking this class. I don't know these chicks. And they come downstairs. One's being left in handcuffs and she's dressed like something off, like straight off the stripper pole. And friends, and they all jump into a caravan. I'll head to the airport, wherever they went, together. And he's like, "Why don't you leave with your friends?" And I'm like, "I'm here from Florida. I'm a medical professional. I'm here for this class." I yeah. to, and there's my Hilton Honors points. And da, 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 da. I'm like, "Jesus." And they're like, "Wow." We're, they apologize. They were, we're so sorry. I said, "Can I please go back to my room because there's not a hotel for another 25, 30 miles from here." Yeah. And I can literally walk down across the street a quarter block to get to this. Fucking class across the street. That's why I, the only reason I'm staying in this hotel because I don't like Hilton anyway. And what they and they're like, you know, we've already notified corporate. No, da, 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 I'm sorry, we can't. So I had to wait six to twelve weeks to get my uh, fifty dollar. Uh, you know, we put on the room whatever it is for charges. Can't remember the, the word for it. They still build the price line. I thought I'd get another room. They never refunded anything. So I said, well, here we go. You fucked up. They actually, I made them, like, you will write me a letter of apology yeah. for this misunderstanding. You're going to return my, you know, room charge, whatever. They never returned the room charge. They gave me my you know, $50 security fee on the room because okay. they charged anything to it. That took six to 12 weeks. Jesus. But they did give me a written apology. And I'm like, I want a public fucking apology. <laughs> I said, I want 20,000 Hilton points. 
And uh, ever since then, even now, it's, it's been like seven, eight years since that. Even now, if I check into, if I do stay in Hilton, no problem. I will wait until I'm checking out to go, oh, I forgot to give you my Hilton Honors card. Here you go. So you can put all, <laughs> I get my points and oh, you can throw me out all you want. I'm checking out. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, that freaked me out because I feel like all eyes are on me. But what I was getting at prior to that was, it's great to have somebody, if you're in a relationship that knows what you do, to have that open, that transparency, that open yeah. relationship. And that's great. That's what all of us want, to have that transparency and that open honesty. But at the same time, if you're open and honest and you tell them what you do for a living and they're okay with it, I think that's where I kind of go, huh, well, maybe you just don't care about me that much to actually bitch about it and go, I want you all to myself. I get it. Thanks for being honest. But, you know. The idea of you going out and sharing what I like to believe mine with, you know, with the world. Nah, I got have a problem with that. Well, I respect that. But, you know, you met me like this. I will do as I wish. But at least speak up and say, I don't agree with it. But yeah. it's your life and it's our life. And maybe we'll, things will change. It's funny. In the Like I did an episode with uh, Magic and Warner Robbins. She kind of mentioned the same thing. It was like almost your partner not having an objection to you doing it kind of made her wonder it's like well do you care about me because you don't have a problem with it you know but also I've had I mean I've interviewed people that are in relationships and they're like understanding they're like oh it's fine I don't have a, I don't have an issue with you doing this I have several providers that are married their husbands no I mean their husbands will go out and utilize the, the fruit of thy yeah thy, thy Atlanta but I guess but, it is usually people in open relationships to where it's like they can still do whatever well, isn't that the, 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 what is it, status quo of marriages? It's like, wow, I might get it from my wife. I really don't need it. She doesn't want it. She's getting it somewhere, so I have to listen to her bitch and there you go. I've got nothing to do me. She gives a bitch to somebody else that isn't me and come home, smiling face with cash in hand, and I just go to work, come home, and I'll either feed the kids or, you know, she gets home before me, she, dinner's ready, or yeah. it's not, or shit, we can afford to go out. <laughs> that's great she doesn't have, her needs are being met my need for not being bitched at or dealing with her emotional hormonal shit is being met the kids are provided for the house is doing the roof over red hey can I ask for more yeah unless you're any other man have a woman that wants to fuck you yeah. after 5, 6, yeah. 10, 12, 15 years of marriage or 3 kids later do you find do you find most of the people uh, that you see are in relationships like married kind of yes okay I laugh at I laugh with the guys and it makes them feel more comfortable because I wear a wedding band and I tell them because I can see the indentation and I'm like, well, here's, here, here. Oh yeah. You can see on their finger. You're like, well, yeah, because they just took it off and they left in the car. I said, well, da -da 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 -da, let me tell you about me and then we'll talk about you. We don't get to know each other because that's what two people who want to hang out and spend some time together probably should do. So yeah. we can have some, yeah. something to talk about. Um, imagine if, you forgot to lock your car and somebody goes in and steals your wedding band. How are you going to explain that? Or you go to put it back on and you drop it and it's in the track and seat. Well, why'd you take it off to begin with? Yeah. The I left it on the sink. Well, wash my hands. Well, why'd you take it off to wash your hands? You don't do it at home. <laughs> so save yourself the, oh, shit. Uh, how much is it going to cost to replace this and before I get home? Or come up with a really great excuse that they haven't heard before or saw in a movie or read in a book. Yeah. You just leave it on. It doesn't bother me. If it bothers you, I understand. Yeah. But take it off in here. Leave it on the counter. 
Because before you leave, I go spectacles, testicles, wallet, watch, phone, keys, wallet, ID, jewelry. Forgot your watch. Oh. Yeah. You don't have to keep it on. But I'll make sure you leave with it. Because how am I going to explain whose wedding band is on next to the sink? You know, when they took it off to wash their hands. Yeah. Just like you're going to have to explain why, you're, why you took it off to wash your hands. And where did you leave it? Where did you last have it? Where do you Oh, have you called the restaurant? Did you call the place where you had lunch with the boys? How? Oh, because he called looking for you. I thought you were having lunch with him. Oh. <laughs> don't fuck yourself. You can fuck me. But don't fuck you. Because that fucks you up. Yeah. But most of the guys are married. And I laugh at the guy. And it makes them feel more comfortable. Not just that. But I tell them, it's like, you know, women should be okay with this. Because... Having emotions for a provider, a mistress, that is where you're defiling marriage, when emotions become involved. Sex is a tool. It's an act. It's, it's a gratification. It's, it's something you need to relax, decompress. And it's like, what are you bitching about? You're not giving it to him. I do everything that you don't. Yeah. Both of us get the benefit from his paycheck. You don't, hopefully, you don't actually see any difference in your lifestyle because of his frivolous... You know, so, so, was it soul seeking? So, so seeker. Oh, okay. I think it's soot seeker. Yeah, there you go. Soothsayer, soot seeking, whatever. He gets what he needs. And you know, if he feels guilty about it, he's going to come home and he's going to bring you flowers and a card because, you know why? Because <laughs> it's Wednesday. Because he feels guilty. But you know what? Isn't it nice to get flowers? We're both benefiting from his paycheck. I do everything you don't, and you get to reap the benefits of my hard work. You get a happy, smiling husband coming home, kissing and she brings you flowers, having to see you plays with the kids. He's hungry. He's got an appetite. Damn. You know, great. <laughs> After sitting in all that traffic for that last hour or two, you know, he still comes out with a smile on his face. So why not? If, if you don't feel the brunt of the financial stipend, you know, yeah. then why not? I'm... I'm helping you out, and at the end of the day, he always comes home yeah, happy. Because it's not a, it's not, it's, it's a trick. It's a we're hanging out. I, that's decom- literally I, I got it. to go that's- and decompress instead of sitting in traffic compressing. I get to go and step outside of traffic for an hour or two, decompress, and I come home. Quick lickety split because traffic is finally passed. I get a smile on my face. I get some flowers. I'm hungry. Glad to see you and the kids. And oh, I'll probably go to bed early tonight. <laughs> Watch the night show in bed tonight. Yeah. yeah. Great. This is like completely speculation, but do you think if more people were to see providers, then people would be happier in relationships? I don't know. That's... Actually, they have actually proven it uh, statistically that um, an affair is actually healthy for a relationship. Um, not only does it give you a variety to see what else is out there, especially for those that, you know, have been one or two women before they got married and by yeah. women too. To see what's out there and be like, wow, makes you appreciate what you have at home. The structure, stability of that, it's always there when you need it. She's just not there when you need it. <laughs> That's why you're here. <laughs> but um, now they say an affair actually is healthy for a relationship because it shows you what's out there. Makes you appreciate what you have at home. But also that, that, that want or lust, it's kind of like you exercise that demon and you come running right back because, you know, like, yeah, I did it. Yeah. And then you come home, you don't talk about it. It's, you know not really, it's taboo you don't want your friends to find out about it you know you don't want to get caught my fiance says you know uh, i won't ever be with place that we to we eat at or whatever with no biatch okay you know do you know what part i'm talking about yeah <laughs> never catch me out in places we with no biatch yeah. it's me and my boyfriend 
<laughs> go out, do it, be discreet about it. I'll throw it in her face. She probably knows. She smells it on you, not her, but she smells it on you. She knows. Yeah, something's a little different. He's not so frustrated. He's not all bound up and like you know, pawing at me. He's like, hey, I'm not in the mood. My friend, he said that basically... Strengthens relationships. Strengthens relationships. He says that chicks can know if you've had sex recently or not by some kind of... They just know or something? Is this a... Th- can you yes tell no. if, if like... Well, guys are new. It's like, oh, well, yeah, I'm fucking my girl, and she was looser than usual. She was fucking some dude. Well, actually, now within like an hour, it shrinks back down to its normal size. So you're just a fucking idiot. <laughs> but um, you know how they say like women, if they hang around each other long enough, their menstrual cycle starts in synchronous because yeah. we we have pheromones. We exude these pheromones, these hormones. That's just that's how we are. Yeah, predators. You know. Bulls, deers, we smell it. Okay, ever ever have a great romp and you're like, smell like sex in here. Same kind of theory. Women are sponges of hormones and pheromones. So that's why a bunch of people remember crying. I don't even know who died. Now I'm getting kind of like teared up. Oh my God. (laughs) Because we're like sponges, we absorb that. So if you're putting off these pheromones, it's like, like, what is it, panther piss? From Anchorman. Sex Panther. Yeah, Sex Panther. It's just Panther. <laughs> like those coffee beans from, you know, from <laughs> the bucket the list. The monkey. Yeah, but same thing. When a guy's been pawing at you all fucking week and you're just like, aww. And you come home, you don't smell like sex. But pregnant women have that go about them. Women who hang out together often enough. Well, if you're with this woman often enough. You guys are kind of like the own little synchro of, no, not tonight, or tomorrow night, or next week, maybe not even next month, but your birthday, we'll think about it. <laughs> well, you come home, and you smell of, oh, I'm not going to paw at you tonight, because I respect you, and your decision that you're just not in the mood. She's about like, yeah, what the fuck's going on? <laughs> you just got laid. Okay, great. The reason you don't want it from me is you already got it. And then you go... Pregnant women have a glow. <laughs> you have a glow. Damn. And when we trip you up, you go, motherfucker, you're still glowing. <laughs> now you're, you're definitely like, oh. not getting it tonight, next week, or your birthday. <laughs> Maybe if you're lucky, we'll make it to Valentine's Day, if you survive tonight. Oh, God. <laughs> what would you like next year's strychnine, honey? Spinach or carrots? <laughs> God damn. Now... We can smell sex on you. That's crazy. Like they say, women, we can smell money. No, you're just pompous ass with some rhinestones in your watch and you do. Oh, you're just a rolly band. <laughs> yeah, it's an Invicta with rhinestones. Fuck you. But you still pay for dinner. <laughs> Have you ever uh, developed developed feelings for a client at all? Yes and no. I dated somebody I met through the industry. We met once. We had great chemistry as friends. Um... Right around as I tapered off going towards independence, uh, kind of like my friend in Hoboken that bailed me out when that agency went belly up in New Jersey or wherever the hell I was, Philadelphia, some shit like that. Um, I was down here and we went from our in-call because we believe it was compromised and moved into a hotel just as I was getting out. And I was just like, yep, they checked us out of this hotel and they're moving us into a different hotel up the street, but she's got my books my school books and my laptop, my luggage, she got everything in the back of her car when she cleaned out the room. 
I'm chilling by the pool waiting for instructions of where to go next, and I'm not getting this. You know, it's like six hours later. I'm like, hey, what are you doing tonight? It's like, well, blah, 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 I'll be in the area. Cool. It was only like, you know, 20 minutes up the road, but it's like, I'll be in the area. I'm like, I have nowhere to go. and I'm just waiting for instruction, but I don't have my books. I don't have my laptop. I don't have any means of anything other than my wallet, my ID. Yeah. And I uh, came down and got a room in Perimeter. And we sat at the bar and had drinks and just shot the shit and slept over. No hanky-panky, no, no exchange of anything. Just pleasantries and yeah. cocktails and great night's sleep. And next morning, she came and dropped off to that hotel all my stuff and my laptop shit because she knew that I had tested you the next day. I'm like, okay, where are we going? Oh, you know, I'll text you later with accommodations. And he's like, I'll drop you off wherever you're supposed to be whenever you find out where that is and brought me back to his house. Okay. And it was... It was like two new old best friends just nice. kicking it. And then I went home and then I came back for the Pink Floyd concert and uh, got hit by a car Classic. as a pedestrian. Yep. <laughs> and uh, at six o'clock in the morning, because he was a restaurant owner of a very large uh, corporation, you know, kind of like, you know, like those Olive Garden type franchises. That's what okay. I'm looking for. So he was up at ass crack of dawn and at six o'clock when I'm being discharged from the hospital and all kinds of braces and all sorts of whatnot. I'm still at the venture. I'm here a day early for this concert, and uh, at 6 a.m. I'm being discharged from the hospital. I just got hit by a car. I know you're up. Can you come get me? <laughs> yeah. And he did. He picked me up from the hospital, dropped me off at his house, and I went to work, and I slept it off. You know, and, and that was kind of it. I got stuck there for three weeks because I couldn't fly or drive because of the spinal, spinal damage Fuck. years ago. And he, he, he let me stay at his house. I didn't work the entire time I was there. I just, I laid in bed and recovered until I was able to get back on a plane and go home. And we just became fast friends. And when I went home and said, hey, I, I like it there. There's enough bad drivers, hence the one who hit me. Yeah. <laughs> uh, for my field of, you know, field of industry and in, in the medicine that, uh, yeah, I can make a good living up here. So could you. And, um, you know, let's move to Georgia because they have more than, you know, two seasons of hot and hotter. <laughs> and, we got uh, some, we got to earn. Right, no, yeah. You got to, there's a job market for you. Job, the food is so much better because the people in Florida are, the food and the people in Florida are exactly the same. Bland and tasteless. <laughs> so the two things to do in Florida, get high and die. <laughs> Unless you include sweating in that. But That's no. in the Midwest also. Yeah, meth, meth country. But, but yeah, we, we were together for two, almost two years. Nice. We, we traveled the world, traveled the country. We had a lot of fun. And it was great, and we just, I finally got my settlement Yeah. Uh, from being hit by a car that day, and I got an apartment in the same complex as his, so we stayed friends. Oh, sweet. And we're still friends today, but it just, there was a, an age gap. 20, oh, okay. uh, there was a 22-year age gap, which okay. is not really a big deal when you get to be a certain age. Okay, yeah. Uh, once you're over 30, that's not really a big deal. But uh, is well, I turned into a typical married woman. My libido wasn't there, and it wasn't the industry that burned me out. It was just, you're like a teenage boy, and no. No? Yeah. <laughs> we could be friends without benefits. Just, this is not working. So I set, I set him free to find somebody he can knock the bottom out of yeah. seven times a day, Damn, eight days a, a week. That's a strong-ass dick yeah, right 14, 14 months a year. That's pretty good. Shout out to that guy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Get it, <laughs> but uh, yeah. So we were still friends, but yeah. you know, it just wasn't meant to be. But yeah. he knew he met me in the industry, so we had that open dialogue, and he did voice uh, express a 
you know, you're not going to do this forever, you know, blah, blah, we moved in together, and then I moved out, and whatnot, but even today, he still asked me, how, you know, safe, how are things going, how's your recovery going, you know, you know, how's the relationship, you know, how's the dog, you know, oh, yeah. moving anytime soon, you, you leave Atlanta, you know, you're, you're always welcome to come back, I'm like, yeah, no, <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate it, no. Do you, f- do you feel that attraction plays a role in seeing, seeing uh, a client at all? There are some clients that you look forward to seeing. But like, oh, hey, it's been a while. Ah, yeah, he's yeah. cute and he's fun. And, mm, God, that boy's got skills. And so, I mean, there's always that, you know, that, that chasing the dragon was expression. It's like, when you got a taste of it, mm-mm-mm, I can't wait. Yeah, come on over. You know, if you get here early, just let me know. And I'll be with bells on. I'll tie myself to the bed. Just, yeah. <laughs> So, yeah, that kind of attraction. But, you know, not every person that walks through the door is going to be the most attractive. Or you're not going to have 100% chemistry with. Or see eye to eye politically, which always avoid politics when possible. Religion, politics, and abortion. Unless you can make jokes of it, which I can all day long. (laughs) I'm a polititard. I'm okay with that. (laughs) I wouldn't know who's running the country right now if they didn't talk about it all the time. (laughs) But uh, no, there's a, that kind of attraction is sometimes you look forward to seeing somebody. Sometimes you're kind of like, yeah, I'm sorry, you know, that that time of the month, or oh, I'm I was just stepping out for I had dinner plans with my sister. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I, I'm not even home. I'm sorry, honey. I've got family in town. They're Ooh, they're nice. they're staying in the spare room. You know, sorry. And you just keep doing that enough times. But attraction. You kind of learn to separate business from personal yeah. because you have to. Either you yeah. you lead a double life. This is you're everything. I'm everything you want me to be between this bracket or period of time of the day. The rest of the day, I'm just me. So you have to. Yeah, like, you're I a fucking you're a person. It. You know, you. It's hard to separate business from personal when you work from home. Yeah, that's a, that's a huge struggle, but. Who I am at work is still going to be the same person who I am when I'm not working. But one, you handle with kid gloves and you have to isolate, you know, certain aspects of your private life from your business life. And you have to shield your personal life from your business life to make I mean, sure they have, don't spill over. You're going to have problems in your everyday life. Just every, everybody has fucking problems. You don't bring your, but you, you don't bring your home work, life to work with you. But when you. you're working, you know, it's like You this already is, have a pissed off, bitchy, disgruntled, it's called a GFE, girlfriend experience, not a DGFE, disgruntled girlfriend experience. <laughs> if I want to get bitched out, bitch with a chip on her shoulder and an attitude and just being really short with me and just ignoring me and just not connecting, I can get that shit at home for free. Yeah. You know? <laughs> You can't bring your home to work with you. Definitely not. But you can't bring work home with you. Mm. Yeah. Weight scale when you work from home. It, it's, a, it's a difficult balance. It, it truly is. I can definitely see that. Yeah. It's sad. Sad but yeah. true. <laughs> oh, copyright infringement. Do you think uh, your views of like sex have changed since starting? <laughs> I love this question. Um, No. I'm just as frigid as every other woman. No, I'm not just kidding. Um, no, and, and a lot of my, my patient clients, sometimes they overlap, which is weird, because I don't mix business personal or business personal and provider. Sometimes you have no choice. It's not like a massage and a happy ending. It's more like, you know, 
You can play, sit in the corner, play with yourself, and bitch about your wife. Cry, and I'll pat you on the bottom, put some powder on you, kick your ass out the door. I'm still getting paid as a provider for providing nothing but emotional support. Sorry. But, um, you know, uh, several of my patient client or intermingles, overlaps, uh, oddly enough, for seeing me, even though they found a provider, they somehow instant spark, this great chemistry, and it's almost like this fairy tale relationship. Sometimes there's a Cinderella story, but ladies don't bank on it. But they have this great relationship with a provider, and the provider, girlfriend, fiance, wife, whatever, says, you know, you sow your wild oats, because being on one side of the table, they can say, you know, I'm not going to distribute, humans are not born and bred to be alone. Nor are we, we're not gentoo penguins. We're not born and bred to be monogamous either. Yeah. So they respect that. A lot of us providers understand that, you know, variety is the spice of life where you find something and you latch onto it. Some people want to find a regular, not a today's blonde, tomorrow's brunette, yeah, next no, week's I'm a, redhead. I'm a regular kind of. Because you build a rapport and you have yeah. that chemistry. When you find somebody and you've got this chemistry and you're in this relationship and it's getting heavy and then you end up on my doorstep. Well, it's because I come highly regarded that, you know, I'm not a wham-bam payment man. I provide true life therapy because, well, I'm skilled in aspects from years of experience in many ventures and facets of the adult alternative lifestyle, fetish, everything. Yeah. All things adult or immoral. Yep. <laughs> Somehow, I'm stamped right there. But they come to me and they say the same thing to me that, you know... They've been in the, in the, their girlfriends, whatever, have been in the industry so long that, that they seem like it's burned out on it or turned off. And it's kind of like, you've done this so long as a job, not, this is not a career, ladies, but as a job that they're kind of burned out. And it's kind of like, you know, they lose interest, almost like, you know, married women or women who've just given birth to three kids, beautiful children, yeah. 20 years of marriage. Yeah, great. That's exactly what I do is lay on my back some more. <laughs> and then on the flip side of that, they've got, you know, the girls I've talked to that aren't in relationships that say, you know, oh my God, so I started dating this guy and blah, 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 blah. And God, all I want to do is fuck. Motherfucker, I ain't even paying me. And I'm like, whoo, red flag right there. That is not the, the way you should think. This is a relationship. Your independent relationships are time-based and short-lived or long-term. But when you build on, when you keep, Copacetic. I mean, if you're, if you're, I mean, I don't see how, if you're looking for a relationship, but then you're complaining that they're not paying for you, then that's, I mean, how, is, is that, is it, you see what I mean? does that line up? Like, it doesn't. It's like, okay. I mean, I guess unless you're looking for, oh, wow, he's cute. You know, he took me out to dinner. We had a great time, came back. And got, all I want to do is fuck. What the fuck are you paying for? Do you pay for dinner? Yeah. Well, well, yeah, but there is no yeah, but great gentlemen out there. It doesn't matter if you're dating married, engaged, or with a provider, any way you slice it, you're still going to pay for it in the long run, one way or another. But women are kind of like jet skis. They're so much cheaper to rent than to own. <laughs> the maintenance and upkeep is why I'm, they say the happiest day with a boat, as a boat owner, the day you buy it, the day you sell it. Because boat stands for break out another thousand. <laughs> it is a black hole to sink money into. Kind of like some high-maintenance women. Not all women, but some high-maintenance women. 
I'm so low maintenance. It's complex. I'm so simple. It's complex. <laughs> like, I don't sell a Walmart, JCPenney. I don't own it. Dry clean? What's that? Tumble dry high. <laughs> Extra dry sheets. But now women get burned out on sex in general. It's hormones. It's child rearing. It's monotony. Not to be confused with monogamy. It's just the monotony. Providers. It's monotony. Because it's it's the same thing, just a different face, a different size, a different shape, a different designated amount of time, different conversation, different so many differences, but it's all the same. Next. Next. So they get burned out and when they find something outside the industry or even in, it sucks. Because it's like, wow, you're just a different face, a different size, a different shape, different name. Different situation, but it's still the same. Except like for this time, you're not paying me. And, you know, I don't even want you to pay me because I enjoy spending time with you on a regular basis where there's no clocks, there's no um, demands, not for what I'm looking for, but no un- expectations, realistic okay. or unrealistic. It's just two people, just like it's supposed to be, just two people. Yeah. Except for this time, it's two people that are building towards something bigger versus... Yep, I'm building a nest egg. Okay. See you next week. See you next week. Yep. Well, hey, see you next week. As a point finger for every direction. But they get burned out on it because it's just, it's the same thing. Next, next. But what happens when you get out and you meet somebody and you're no longer a provider? Like the, like my most recent therapy client came and it's like, how do I get around this? And I told him how, you know. This is what you need to do first, and this, that, and the other thing. You know, no pressure, no expectations, you know, open dialogue. Yeah. Get her out of the area. Once you get her first out of it, completely 100%. No little little black book of this, you know, three or four that will always linger on because they're just such nice guys. No, it's just you and her. She's out, she's out. There's not like, there's no gray area. You're in, you're out. There's yeah. no, get her out, get her out of town for a week. You don't have to knock her socks off, put her on this pedestal, just... Let her know that you deserve love, that you, you know, it, you don't have to be paid to show appreciation for who you are and the joy you bring to me, whether it be mental, physical, emotional. But but you have to actually take all those little building blocks that we scatter about to be so versatile, you know, a little bit of this, a little bit of that, but you have to take those building blocks and put them in like, like potato head. You have to put the right pieces in the right places and go, sense. okay. This is how this is how the Rubik's cube works. This is how Miss Potato Head is supposed to look, not Miss Scatterhead. Okay, that's what we are. We're scattered, but you've got to be out. You've got to focus, and she's still going to be burned out. But you have to you have to bring it back to life. You know, do you plant and wilt, you water it, it perks back up. Do you think that and if it's wilted and dead, get a new plant? <laughs> Why are you fucking that dead plant, dog? Um, (laughs) (laughs) You gotta stop. (laughs) Um, Do you think it would be hard for... Like, going from doing this, I guess, to being in a relationship and kind of getting out, do you you think it'd be looking at at a relationship as almost like a return on investment kind of thing? Because, like, I'm putting in... It's always a return on investment, honey. I guess, yeah. Everything in life, like I said, it doesn't matter if you're married, dated... You know, Tinder. Yeah, that's fucking true. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> Pick one, anyone. You're still paying for it, one way or another. 
And it's always going to be a return on investment because it doesn't matter if it's like you and I right now, you know, recording this podcast or, you know, if we're running to buy and be like, hey, I buy you a drink. Sure. Cool. So then we sit near him. Now it's a free world. How's this? If I buy you a drink and you, I'll let you sit next to me, you just shut the fuck up because I'm doing homework. See the resting bitch make? Yeah. Cool. Nick, get whatever he wants. Shh. Sit. Yeah. It, it, it doesn't matter. Everything's going to be a business transaction. It doesn't matter if it's, you know, talking to your mom or, you know, borrowing a beer from the next door neighbor, shooting a podcast, you know, being like, you know, hey, are they going to be sitting here? No. Cool. Can I buy you a drink? How's this? How about I buy you a drink? Can you just leave me alone? <laughs> Somehow, some way, it doesn't matter if it's a friendship, a relationship, a family. Everything in life is a transaction. Yeah. It's not always business. Even when it's personal, but it, everything is a transaction. It's a return on investment, whether you invest time, money, energy, um, tools, gas. It doesn't matter. You know, ask grass to cash. Nobody rides for free. Everything's going to be... A, <laughs> everything in life is a transaction. You get, you give, you get. Yeah. You don't always get what you give. You don't always deserve what you get. And you definitely don't always deserve what you get. Yeah. Fuckers. Spoiled bastards. Sometimes but you give, everything sometimes is a, you give everything, what you need, though. Yeah. <laughs> you get by a little help from your <laughs> But no, everything in life is, is a transaction. It is, a relationship is a return on investment. You invest your time, your effort, your emotion, your energy into nurturing this dude that's fucking dead plants. Yeah. Right? So you water it, give him a miracle grow, and ha! Oh, too bad he doesn't grow. You're just two more inches and like half inch girth. And you know what? <laughs> happy wife, happy life. <laughs> happy, happy men, happy women don't stray. Unless they're just looking for the spice of life. Try cayenne. Yeah. It's feeling hot, hot, hot. <laughs> but uh, it, it, it's all it's all a transaction. It, everything in life is a transaction. It's not business. It's personal. But it's always going to be a transaction. And you always hope you get a return on your investment. Because if you're not, it's one-sided. You know? Yeah, and then you get, yeah. Glass is always half full because I filled the glass half fucking way, expecting you to fill it the other halfway. Nope, you just drank it, and there I am again, filling it halfway. Just waiting. Nope, not today. <laughs> so you know what? Pick up that glass, splash it in your face, and go. Excuse me, sir. Can I have half your glass of water? Great. My name is. <laughs> and you move forward, but yeah, relationships are hard in the industry because, like we discussed, it's either. You have full transparency, but obviously you don't care enough to, you know, stage a coup and go, you know, I really don't, this how I met you, I accept it, I don't like it, and I'd like to see things change, you know, moving forward because we're building on something, not staying right where we are. Yeah. That's great. Or you live in secrecy, like me. No. Yeah. I'm sure he knows. He'd have to. After five years, three out of the five years we've actually lived, then if I would actually be like, here's 20 bucks, um... Is there any tournaments or anything going on? You know, oh, I, I know you're really good at uh, arcade games. <laughs> Here's 20 bucks. Why don't you go to the arcade? Uh, Mom, gotta work. <laughs> okay, poof, be gone. I'm sure he just turns blind eye and looks the other way and, you know, just hopes that someday I'll go, oh, you're the only one for me. I just really want two more inches and another half inch girth and I never leave the house. Can you ever see it come into, like, a, a head kind of thing, or you think? In reference to being caught? Yeah. Been there. 
Huh. That was fun. Yeah, been caught by significant others, not by any yeah. anyone with any substantial okay. anything. But uh, yeah, it was it chapped my ass, and there's two. And uh, when it's all over the internet, when you've got 340 scenes, when you know you're Googleable, um, especially there's a porn dot wikileaks dot com. Oh shit! Yeah, Julian was it Julian Assange, right? Okay, yeah, That's I know Wiki. Yeah, the WikiLeaks, yeah. Yeah, well, it didn't stop there. Porn.wikileaks.com, it'll say, you know, Gianna Bella Ferrari, also known as, and it gave my first middle maiden married, not Jesus. divorced, name, da 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 and you, when you read it, it's like, you know, I'm this terrible whore, and I'm a... I'm the bane of the existence of my family, and they're ashamed of me because I'm a porn star, and, you know, I'm going to burn in hell and all this other shit, but great. Go to the top of the screen and type in Jenna Jameson. You'll know what her first middle legal maiden, how many Tito Ortiz is she married, yeah. name, soup to nuts. I mean, they listed me all four names. Jesus. Uh, being Italian is Latin, so being Portuguese and Italian. We have our mother's maiden name, our father's name. Oh, sure. Okay. Yeah, so we've got all the names. So yeah. We were born with four names. Yeah. God was... forbid you get married. Now you're like, you know, Jeez. we're A, B, C, and alphabet soup. <laughs> with the meatballs. <laughs> but yeah, they listed everything. But yeah, you'll get everything. But porn WikiLeaks actually, thankfully, was crashed. Mike Self oh, actually nice. was part of this one uh, advocacy that went and took it upon themselves to take down the server, even if it was briefly, and re- redact and retract some Fuck yeah. individual, that's, that's fi- individual files that need not be kind of like CIA and, you know, secrets. Yeah. That should they be went that and redacted okay. and retracted some certain f- server files. Nice, sweet. They all they had was cost 50 grand, 10 to 50 grand, and they only had about 25, 30 seconds to go in know exactly what the file name is, get him off the server, and get out. Granted, without a trace, is fine, but they don't know what was taken. Wow. <laughs> but so those, and then eventually porn.wikileaks is gone. I don't think you can look it up now. Nice. I haven't tried lately. Thank God, because I'm Googleable. Yeah. Both ways. From <laughs> from birth to yeah. <laughs> to porn, I'm, I'm Googleable in every way, shape, or form, both ways, and it sucks. Because there is no privacy. There are, there's no secrets on the internet. Yeah, no. Once it's out there, it's... it's. Did you did you feel like once you... Do you think you really thought about that, I guess, before you started doing, like, adult films? Like, that this could be out there forever kind of thing? Or were you, like... I didn't care. Yeah. Well, I was kind of like, you know, Bobby, we're in love. It's just puppy love. No, I'm 19. I know it's good for me. This is real love. And then you're divorced, you know, six months later. You know, it, you, when you think about it, first you see the prize. You're like, I can make this with money and that's all I have to do? Okay, great. I always stand there and be like, ooh, ah, okay, take some pictures. You know, oh, because Playboy's glorified, penthouses and Hustler is, oh, those dirty sluts. You don't hear the word whore coming to play until it's like, oh, those dirty whores. But it doesn't take on your meaning. You see people, pretty woman. You still don't make the correlation, the association between the two. It's like, all right. But then it's like the money starts adding up. And you can't do this forever. Uh, like, I, porn put me through and paid for student loans and everything for medical school. Nice. Providership is, has put me through 
undergrad, and I will move on to law school. Um, and that will all be prepaid for because there is no Pell Grants and student loans and shit like that for, you know, postgraduate, you know, graduate students. So, you know, you have to do something with money. You have to invest it. If you don't invest it in yourself, you have to invest it somewhere. But, you know, at first it's like, wow, well, that's easy. Everybody wants to be a center of attention. It's so cool. And like, oh, my God, I'm a porn star. Yeah. <laughs> and you're like, no, you're just a manager of dumb bimbo. And they're like, wow, you're a household name. Maybe not Jim James. And no, you're a household name. I was for maybe about a year, year and a half tops. Nice. And that was right after AVNs because I was seen with the right people at the right yeah. places. There are, I'm still trying to find the video, but I know there are pictures of me being held back by Ron Jeremy, kicking and screaming because I'm trying to attack Jenna Jameson on the red carpet. Really? Calling her all sorts of colorful expletives and like, bitch, you're in the red carpet. This is our PR opportunity. So fuck you, your bull haircut. You need to get down to your end. You and your paparazzi entourage bullshit. And this little tiny short comes up and he's like, need you here talking to? And I go, yeah, cool. I've seen her porn and I turned it off. <laughs> now you get the fuck out of my PR camera opportunities. Get to your end of the red carpet because this is our little spot. Damn. And he's like, you can't, you gotta be nice to people with that. And I'm like, no. And she goes, excuse me? And I go, oh, what? <laughs> I was young. I was like, Wah! This feels like some Northeastern shit coming out right now. <laughs> oh, no, it was great. So I was kicking and screaming. I'm like, let me have her. Let me have her. Oh, oh what was that cartoon? Oh, <laughs> uh, hold me back. Oh, yeah, I was, I was, I was charging. But hell, that still would have been PR. No, oh, that, that would have been but great. great. Please know it. More cameras on me. Like, oh my God, this Gianna Bella Fry goes attack the Jenna Jameson. Her and her giant ass in bowl haircut. <laughs> I was like, this shit I've seen, even at that AVNs. But it was just, it's paparazzi. It's attention and it's fun. And, you know, I've been there. I've done that. I've been to places I would have never imagined. I've walked on so many red carpets. I've opening of clubs and, you know, the Playboy penthouse. Not the one with, like, the grotto and shit, but, like, the Playboy penthouse whatever in vegas oh shit so uh, the players the players club there we go i knew i'd get it out that was a okay. too short video it's on my website but yeah i mean i've got to see all this shit and it's like great wow oh another club opening oh another photo shoot wow another oh <laughs> smile for the cameras <laughs> it just you get, you get burned out on that before yeah. anything else same thing as the industry you get more burned out on trying to balance a personal life with provider life. You know, making those tough decisions of something I agreed to do two weeks ago for one hour tonight when I have the opportunity to do something for four hours tonight that I won't have to work for the next few months. Yeah. Hmm. Decisions, hard decisions. But and you, it's just like checking, you're just all like, yeah. Everything's checks and balances. You can't be in this forever. You either have to invest it either in yourself or in a brokerage account, 401ks. There is no retirement plan for us. Yeah. There's no 401k. There's no unemployment. If you're really smart, you can wiggle some Aflac. God forbid you fall and go on a really awesome skiing trip and break your leg. Because <laughs> nobody wants a fucking chick in a cast. Hey, look, I'll keep my legs elevated. That's the doctor says. Oh, you keep hitting my cast. Uh, uh, oh, yeah, that's, you know, oh, baby, I'm harder than you are. <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah, no. There is no fallback plan for us. And it sucks. Yeah. 
But yeah, keep business and personal separate. Relationships are going to be very hard, whether they're open, honest, transparent, or if you lead the double life because somehow, some way, it is going to come to a head. Yeah. Somebody's going to find out. They're either going to be like, if you don't stop, I'm going to tell so-and-so. Yeah. And it's going to get back to so-and-so. And it's like, wow, half of your 007, just, you know, your double O, it's all you're left with. Because seven, just along with half of your friends, your Fuck. reputation, everything's lost. You hit rock bottom in the reputation scale. I got in and I didn't give a shit. I knew that everyone's going to see it because I'm so cool. I'm a porn star and I've got all this money and I'm going to put it in my education. I'm going to become rich and smart and successful. Not because I made my way on my back. Well, I didn't have to sleep my way to the top. I slept my way to having the ability to get to the top of the best grades in the class. Top, graduating top of my class so I could do something better with my life to actually take Money that was viewed as negative and turning it into something positive. I mean, I feel like that's that's all. I mean, that's that's awesome. Yeah, but it's not always like that for everybody. A lot of them are just like, oh, oh, my boyfriend, we've been together for like a year. And like, yeah, he sits at home all day and watches my son. And I uh, plays video games. He doesn't work. And, you know, spent all the money on drugs. And, and you know, going out and buying that, that cool little Louis Vuitton bag and these Jimmy Choo shoes and this... Fancy bling and shit, you know. Great. Granted, gold and silver don't depreciate. I mean, the ability but, to pay for, you know, like, to pay for your undergrad. Now you're about to go to law school. Like, to pay for that through this, I feel like that's... I put a little money aside in my, you know, my ETFs and, you know, where I was supposed to. You know, your Scott trade when it was in existence oh, yeah. and all that TD Ameritrade, all that other financial shit. And I, you know, I... I put it in little here's, there's, never, because there is no 401k, there is no retirement plan, yeah. not going to get Social Security, unless you're like that chick I worked at. Oh, yeah. Cocktail waitress. Well, she was a stripper. She, at the end of the night, after stripping, she was putting herself through nursing school. Nice. At the end of the night, she would take all her ones, and she laid it on two piles. Some dollar bills have a B on it, and some dollar bills have a G on it. So all the ones that had a B on it, she put in one pile and a G. The G, she would put in her bank account because that's what she paid her bills with. And all the ones that had a B on it, she put in a separate account and didn't fucking touch. Because there is no retirement fund for strippers. She put herself through school and paid her bills with the G. And the B was her retirement plan that she was going to invest. Not her education, but once she graduated, that's what she was going to put her $5,000, $6,000 a year into the IRAs and yeah. 401ks because she's starting out at 30 well, that was smart. And I saw that because I was only 21, I think, around then. Not 22. And I was like, wow, this bitch is dumb as a box of rocks. And I definitely wouldn't want her sticking in or pulling a needle out of my arm, IV. Or... <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> but you know what? This bitch has a plan. She's not only putting money aside because she recognizes that there is no retirement. There is no, you know, you to, when you walk into this, you have to ask, what is your end game? Yeah. There, it, there has to be an end. You can't do this forever, you know. Milf and gilf. Yeah, that's those are porn terms. Do you have any advice that you would? Would you give any advice to anybody, any clients that are looking to see an escort for the first time? Be prepared to bear everything but your soul. Make sure we verify you. You need to verify us. I offer this uh, service, if you will, free of charge to anybody. Um, Somebody contacts me and they're like, well, I've never done this before. I'm new. I'm like, well, this is what I require. 
yada, yada, yada. Whether or not you come see me, when I get you verified, I will bestow upon you that you can say, hey, my name is, you know, I contacted you a month ago. You couldn't get me verified. But, you know, I was thinking of seeing, you know, Mary over there in, you know, Vancouver. Yeah. Great. Give me as much information as you can about this chick that you found. And I will web scrape and find out, you know, how many reviews you have. When's the last time she logged into any of the ad site? When's the last time she posts an ad? How often does her number change? Is she on any of the blotters for having recently been busted? So basically I can gauge your risk level. Nice. And great. If I give you the, you know, hey, she's legit. Yeah. If she sees you without, you know, any references and whatnot and you want to give her any information, fine. Cool. Next time you're on the market or looking for a friend, well, now you have a provider reference. Yeah. Great. Make sure to say, you know, hey, will you verify? So if you're looking to see somebody, the top level providers are always going to require a reference. Uh, somebody you've seen within the last six months that isn't in a ditch, isn't behind bars, yeah. and uh, lives to tell the tale of he's great, good hygiene, nice guy, very respectful, showed up on time. He's delayed, he cancels a lot, something. We talk. It, it, you know, don't be like, oh, I'm not sure if she wants me to give her info out. It's a professional courtesy. Yeah. You know, one hand washes the other. Well, each girl has to look out for themselves. But we look out for each other because if you go down, everybody in your phone book can go down with you. I mean, I'm, I'm lucky that due to HIPAA laws, <laughs> being a medical professional... They would need a shit ton of fucking federal subpoenas to get into my phone to view anything. So y'all are safe with me, but most providers don't have that because I invested in myself and my future because can't do this forever. But be prepared. Uh, um, Does your company have a website that your title and your face would be on? Uh, Great. Uh, Can I call you at work? Give me the 800 number, the, the main line to the company. Which I can verify on Google that, you know, the company you say you work for, great. I'm not going to talk to anybody there. I'm going to call that, you know, 800 number, that main line. And I'm going to ask to speak with, you know, Bob Smith at extension 555. And it's going to, you're going to answer the phone at your desk. And great. I'll be like, hi, this is so-and-so. Well, hi, this is so-and-so. Well, I just verified your employment. None of your employers know who I am. I mean, I could be like, hi, this is Katie Smith, and I'm calling from, you know, WNBC. Today, we're doing a feature on, you know, people who are in the sanitation business. Great. Uh, can I speak to Bob Smith at extension 555? Great. Hi, honey. Cool. Now I know that I know who yeah, you work yeah. for and who you don't work for, i.e. law enforcement. Uh, an updated LinkedIn profile. Nobody gets 500, 250, 500 connections. Yeah. And then in one to two months, I don't care who you are, general or otherwise, you don't. You can't. So law enforcement, you can't set up shop and go, we're going to get someone today. Especially when you see there are a whole bunch of connections from like one company as well. I feel like that helps. Because it it makes you look good, but if you're on LinkedIn, it means that you're open to leave, which is great, which means you're open-minded, but you probably, depending on your position, you've got a direct extension. Or I can ask for your extension, you know, direct to your cell phone number, which is going to match with the cell phone number that you called me from yeah. initially. I mean, there's ways of verifying. I know. Send me a picture of your driver's license. You can cover, you know, the number, and you can cover the address. I want to see your name. I want to see your birthday. I want to see your face that are matched with your LinkedIn profile or your face on the yeah. company website. There's other ways of verifying, 
But we would prefer if, you know, the most recent lady you've seen in the last six months, we want to make sure that she's not behind bars, she's yeah. not in a ditch, and there's not look for the body. Fam's not, you know, putting, oh, go find me to find my daughter. Do you feel like referrals have been uh Godsend. They work? They yeah. The biggest strain on uh, our industry was when they took down TER. Now, granted, TER is still around, but you have to have an out-of-country IP address. IP address, and anybody who, like, great, you're in London and you're coming to the U.S. and you're in Atlanta, Atlanta, and you want to find a pretty girl. And, oh, you heard about this girl, Gia Bella? Yeah, I don't exist because I'm established here in the United. Unos Estados Unidos. Yeah. Yep. Now, if I decide to move to Vancouver, and I say, "Hey, T.R., uh, I want you to put up all of my reviews, all of my past, bring it all back." Yeah. Except for now, make my permanent home location, my locale, now yeah. Vancouver, Canada. That's fine. It's not in the U.S. It all comes back. And it all comes back. So now a London guy might land in Atlanta because it's a, one of the most busiest airports. Yeah. And then they can fly to Quebec and boom, come see me. Yeah. Nice. But that was the best way because we had whitelists. We had reviews. So you could tell if a provider's real. You could tell if this guy posts reviews. If you got 96 reviews... Yeah, he's a dirty pervert, and we love them. So do you do you like reviews? Like, do you like uh, getting them? Yeah. How do you feel about kind of, it's kind of. I don't. I don't watch my own porn. I mean, I've seen bits and pieces here. I went. Oh, that's not a very uh, nice angle. <laughs> but um. Yeah, I I don't like reading my reviews, but it kind of gets a gives everyone a try before you buy. Yeah, it gives um like the uh, the preview if you like. In yeah. porn, you get a little snippet, a gif, a preview, of you know what you're buying into. Okay. So I can sell you a dream, whatever dream you want to concoct in, in advance. I'll pull out all the stops, to make your dream of your fantasy a reality. Okay. But at least you know what exactly you're getting into. You know when you've got that tall, buxom blonde, and you show up and you've got a brunette little spinner. Yeah. You know, the bait and switch, they fall fake pictures, or that. Think... Oh, that's me 20 years ago before with my three kids. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's out there. Yeah. You'll see this different phone numbers, different names, same picture. Yeah. Or three different pictures, same phone number, same ad. That's where, yeah, I feel like where, yeah, reviews, I guess, are helpful in that regard for sure. You know exactly what you're getting into. Like, somebody gave me a bad review. It's like, oh, if you're into older chicks, you know, da 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 I won't repeat, blah, 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 blah. You know, I called, and she gave me her room number. I went, I messaged uh, Erotic Monkey, and I said, well, number one, you can look at my last reviews for the last three weeks. Erotic it Monkey. It says that my my pictures are accurate. Um, So, number one, I don't look all the way. My pictures are accurate. Um, I don't work from a hotel. You can also read my reviews. It says, you know... I texted, you know, the two-call protocol, blah, 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 you know, call, wait for instructions. Yeah. Never put, I never put that number in writing because crazy wives and girlfriends show up. Great. There's a lot of, lot of different digits here, and yeah. they don't know exactly what specific one of those digits yeah. is what they're looking for. So you know, some screaming, ranting bitch in the parking lot be like, there's a crazy woman. I think she's off her meds or escaped from a loony bin. <laughs> Come get her. Otherwise, I will sick the nosy neighbor on her, and he'll invite her into his house, and they'll get drunk together, and I don't want to see what happens. Yeah. Because people will, people for Erotic Monkey, if you 
if you give a review, you can get a membership for a week. That's why people... Is that what it is? Yeah. Well, TGR was the same way. If you post two reviews in the same month, you get 30 days membership okay. for free. And then they always had contests like, if you're the 1 millionth review, if you're the oh, okay. 1.2.250... They always had incentive, but if you post a two, you got 30 days. If you go on there and say, okay, well, Gia Bella, uh, her name was Becky six months ago, and they go, okay, well, hmm, Becky and Gia Bella are the same person. Well, the reason you change your name is to hide And then because I now said, oh, Gia Bella is Becky six months ago, yeah. now you get, a mo- you get a month's membership because now it goes... Okay, provider also known as change name, and now they link them together and go, "Hi, uh, you can run change name, but you can't hide." Does with TER because I never, I never had it. I only try to look at like free previews for reviews. Basically, did you have your is like I know? Did you have like a username? I guess was that connected to your actual name? Like if I'm if I'm commenting, like if I leave a review, is this review your, like by your Tank membership Smith? even free? And mine are going to be very different. Um, you know, like when you put in, you're like, okay, select your username. Great. So let's have a password. You go onto the next screen. It says, you know, are you a provider? Are you a, you know, a client or what do they, what do they put on P411? Um, I'll have to look it up, but it's hilarious. It's like, you're either, you know, a seeker or a provider, but it's like, okay, great. You're a companion or a courtship. Seeker or some shit. It's ridiculous. Courtship seeker. <laughs> I, I, they change it month to month because they're trying to go from from a what they are, what they were, and what they are to a verification. You know, with their little finger quotes. Yay. Yeah, that's just a verification service now. No, no, there's a verification service. Sure, they are. <laughs> that's why we still have ads up there. <laughs> Hand job gesture. <laughs> But um, now when you get to the second screen, it says, you know, are you a provider or are you a client? You know, are you male or female, basically. Yeah. Now, when I sign up and you sign up, we both get free memberships. You can see what you can see. You can see the profiles, you know, the, the do's, the don'ts, the yada, 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 yada. But you have to have a premium membership for you to actually read the reviews. Yeah, I never... Well, it's yeah. fine, but all yeah. you need to know is, does she or doesn't she? She does. And for what price? Great. Cool. And here's her phone number. Beep, 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 beep. Hey. Yeah. For us, it's okay. I can see my reviews, only my reviews. Okay. So I can see who left it, what my reviews are, what the, the score rating. I can see my whole profile like you can, but I can actually see all of my reviews, which I'll, which is great because I can go. <laughs> Uh, I don't work out of a hotel, so that's a fake. There's name. another Gia uh, Gianna Ferrari or Gia <clears throat> Ferrari here in Atlanta. She's a She's got about 10 years on me. She's Latina. Yeah. Great girl. I actually met her at a meet and greet. We used to have those. You're like, hey, you're me. And I'm like, bitch. And she went on. She put me on blast. She's like, that bitch needs to change her name. And then somebody goes, honey, do your research. And then about a week later, she posted. She goes, I apologize and retract my, my most recent comment because... She may be new to the Atlanta area, but she's had that name a lot longer than I have. Yeah. And it's posted in a lot more places outside of this industry than mine is. So, you can be Gianna Ferrari. I would just be Gia Ferrari. And I'm like, yeah, <laughs> I would. But yeah. I met her in person. And they were like, oh, everyone stopped because they knew. I didn't know who she was until yeah. somebody said her name during the raffle. And then I went, hey. 
I'm you, you're me. She goes, oh, you're, I'm like, yeah, and you're, and we're sitting there and the looks on people's faces, because it was all exclusive yeah. by TER, it's like, oh. and they're waiting for like this, this knockdown, drag out, blow out, cat fight between, it's Ferrari number one, it's Ferrari number two, ding, ding, ding. <laughs> and the crowd goes silent. Hi. And the next raffle winner is, here, hold that. Okay. You read it. Huh? <laughs> I'm like, oh my God. And then she went her way. I went, I never saw her again. Oh, no. That was one of the last mean greets that we had before all this shutdown and shit. City vibe gone. Great. Back page, even better. Glad that's gone. TER, that put a damper on shit. Yeah. Agencies, that helped us. They didn't go after the independence because we're most of us are over 25. We're aware of the situation we put ourselves in. We've made an educated or at least an adult decision to do what we do, take the precautions we do. We don't, you know, we're not like Gold Club and all the other agencies. They're just saying, oh, yeah, law enforcement's in town. Bus, oh, look, they got busted. Oh, look, they got busted. Let's put up even more ads, you know. Let's, Jesus. You fucking idiots. No, you <laughs> lay low because you're the only one up there. You don't put more ads out to bring more attention because everyone else around you got busted. You're the last man standing, but you're the first one waving the big pink, yellow flag. And we yeah. race flags. You fucking idiots. And that's how they end up getting taken down. Damn. And yeah, a lot of us got screwed over on that one. But <laughs> And then TER. Backpage City Vibe, fine. Eros, that's unsafe. TER was the, the biggest loss to us. We have Erotic Monkey and Slixa. Yeah. They have stood the test of time. I think uh, one is out of the UK and the other one is out of like the Netherlands. Okay. That's why I think it's eroticmonkey.ch. Yeah, CH. And the other one is whatever the hell it is, but Eros. Eros is dangerous. I mean, it's the best place to go to find quality talent, but you never know if they're real or if they're working with or are law enforcement. It's just sad. Fuck. But uh, it does cost over, like like uh, Stina Valentine was uh, saying, it is over $200 a month advertised, but the one appointment pays for it. So, I mean, it's worth his weight in gold. Yeah. Other than the fact that law enforcement now has your real name, your credit card number, what bank you were, yeah. what, the address, that's that credit card, because it's probably not a P.O. box. And Yeah, great. You might as well just go down downtown Atlanta and spend the $720 and get yourself an escort license. Give your social security number now and your address, you know, the name of your firstborn, your mother's maiden name, you know, great. Swear on a Bible. (laughs) (laughs) That you won't cause any arson at the courthouse. Get your little printed ticket. Straight to hell. Or at least that's what we call Fulton County Jail. Yeah. 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 Oh, look, you just printed your own ticket and paid for it. Next. Fuck. That is the best racket. Do you have any uh, advice for anyone wanting to get into escorting at all? Or, and also adult, like adult film work as well. They say with porn, if you think you can do it, the best test would be grab a camcorder, your best friend, and a complete fucking stranger. Throw yourself in a room with people you are acquainted with but aren't like real good friends with. Like, go to a party. And just fucking drop trial and have sex. While your best friend, with the stranger, while your best friend is videotaping it in front of at least 20 people in the room watching that you don't know and pray that you'll never see again. If you can do it, you can make it in porn. Otherwise, you're not going to make it. It's uncomfortable, not just physically, but mentally, 
locationally, the temperature, because of all the cameras and shit, it's cold in there. So hard nipples are hot, but they hurt and it sucks. It's not what feels good. It's what looks good. And it's just very foreign. It's very, you know, it's kind of like you see in the movies where, you know, you have all these bright lights in your eyes. You can't see anything. Somebody's throwing buckets of ice cold water on you. Yep, that's porn. But at least if you endure this kind of like that McCamey Manor up in Tennessee where nobody makes it to the end. Yeah, you get a paycheck at the end if you can endure it. But it's not for everybody. Same thing with, you know, being a companion, you know, a rented date, whatever you want to call it. It's not for everybody. You have to have a real tough exterior, real thick skin. You've got to just shrug it off and just move on, keep trudging forward. And it's not always going to be the best of experience in either industry. It's not going to be the worst of experience, but to some it might be. It's not for everybody, but if you really want to see if you've got what it takes, don't do it on those back page, you know, sexy job type things. Don't dive into escorting first. Try modeling. See what it's like to be under you know, the limelights and the center of attention and people poking and prodding at you and pinch your nipples because it looks great and hard and stand and suck it in. Tuck and don't eat and eat and, you know, it, it's like being in jail. You know, you can't cut your hair. You can't color it. You, you can't change the way you look. You can't change your eating habits. You can't stress out. You can't do anything. You don't have a life. You're owned, especially if you're a contract model. And it just goes from there. The money gets better. But so does the sacrifices you have to make. It's not for the faint of heart. You need to have a real tough skin because you're going to fight rejection, competition, jealousy, spiteful, evil people, your peers, your family, living in silence or shadow. Because, you know, not everyone is Jenna Jameson that says, I want to fuck the world and I want to broadcast it and I want to make millions of dollars and I want to be a household name. And yes, and my grandmother and my mother would go to bingo once a week and they hide their faces because, oh, aren't you the, you know, it's not glamorous. It, the money is, but what makes it glamorous is what you do with it. It takes money to make money. So make some money, do something good with it, invest in yourself or put it away, but don't spend it frivolously and realize that there's going to be tough months. There's going to be dry spells. There's going to be sickness, there's going to be flu, there's going to be... It's not an easy path. So, be prepared for the long haul. You don't just get in and get out. You get in, you get your feet wet, you think you've got it, and then you get kicked in the face. You either take it with stride, tumble, do a somersault, wipe your face, and go back at it and try harder next time, or you just say, fuck it, and you get out. That's my best advice. Is It's not for everybody, and... There's so many people already in it. You know, go online. That's where you find all of us. Go online and find somebody and say, hey, I'm interested in this lifestyle. And ask them, same thing he's asking me, what are the pros and the cons? You know, bad experience is good experience. What's the upside? What's the downside? What's your personal life like? I know, how do you react? How does your family react? You know, what kind of relationships do you have? You know, and then take all that information before you make the decision to make that leap, whether it be modeling, porn, providership, all the above, just take the time and do the research because it looks glamorous and it looks like it's so much fun. It sounds like a lot of fun and the money is great, but at what cost and what sacrifice? Take some money to make money, but you lose a lot more than money to gain that financial freedom 
that ends up in, at the end, a lot of times, stripped from you one way or another, whether it be legal fees, morality, you know, relationships, self-worth. There's a lot involved. So, you know, I don't discourage you, but just know that it's a long, hard road. You've got to have real thick skin and make sure you actually talk to others who are in it and to get the pros and the cons and weigh all those out, you know, make an educated decision before leaping into this lifestyle. Because if you don't, you're going to get blindsided, you're going to get taken advantage of, and you're going to lose a lot more than you stand to gain. Always remember that. We're always out here. If you need advice, someone to talk to, and if you get shut down or rejected, get used to it. Call someone else. Eventually, you'll get someone to be willing to talk to you and educate you. Those are the good ones. Those who did the same thing we're telling, I'm telling you to do. Do your research. Keep calling till somebody answers and answers your questions and make the educated decision before you jump into this life. Because trust me, it's, it's, it's not pretty woman. It's not all, you know, cakes and pies and all this wonderful, great things. It comes with a lot of hard work, a lot of rejection, a lot of competition. And it's not for everybody. So before you decide to make it you, make the educated decision and do all your research you can. Because once you're in, you're either in or you're out. But once you're in, even if you get out and you turn around and you realize it's not for you, the damage may have already been done and you won't realize it until it's too late. Yeah. So that is the best advice I can give to you. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> Anybody. Oh, yeah. I know before we uh, get out of here, I'd like to end on, do you got any, anything funny or any good story? <laughs> Oh, God. <laughs> you just, even though you just told me that was... <laughs> Where to start? I mean, it's been one long comedic. Okay. Uh, I will end it on a very interesting note. Uh, with one of my first... My first year as a now specific provider. Uh, working for an agency up in... I believe I was in... I was in the suburbs of Boston. Working for a company. And... Uh, the, the service, my, my manager calls and tells me that, you know, uh, I have a special one for you, but, you know, being with your medical training and such, you know, I'm sure you would not, you'll be able to handle it and it won't, it won't freak you out like most of the other girls because I was older than most of them. They were between, you know, 19 and 23. I was 26. Okay. So, you know, especially with my background and whatnot. So this gentleman comes in and uh, he's not blind, but he does have a, you know, like a seeing eye dog, he does have a service animal, which is okay. That's fine. I love dogs. Yeah. And he's got a backpack. He's an older gentleman, very nice. You know, granted, nothing transpired. Um, so I'm sitting there, scantily clad, dressed in one of my cute little outfits, and he sits down and he opens his backpack. You know, after taking care of business requirements, and uh, from his backpack he retrieves a dog biscuit, uh, a penis pump. <laughs> and his, his syringe kit. Uh, thank God he wasn't shooting up drugs other than his, you know, needed insulin. Gave the, flipped the dog uh, a biscuit, which the dog now climbed onto the bed with us. So he's trying to make moves on me, but he's attached to said penis pump, which is not working. The dog is, like, literally nuzzles up against my back as I'm face, chest to chest, face with him. And the only thing between him and I is this poor penis pump. <laughs> and behind me is this poor, beautiful Labrador 
uh, golden retriever service animal, just munching on his little dog biscuit. And uh, I, I couldn't contain myself. You know, I'm, I'm trying really hard to keep a straight face, but I keep letting little. <laughs> I, I can't keep a straight face. I tried. I gave it my best effort. I think he did too, but that, that just made me laugh harder. Um, so it's like, yeah, you know, threesomes, tried that once or twice, not in the professional capacity, way too much work. Uh, but yeah, I've got a golden retriever behind me. <laughs> hey, brings me to doggy style, right? Granted, we're back-to-back, so don't get any weird, creepy ideas. And I've got this guy, and the only thing I feel hard and pressed between us, while I'm still dressed and so is he, is the penis pump chamber that is not doing him any justice. I think he couldn't get the suction right. It was just way too small. But, uh, yeah, he bowed out gracefully and left, and, you know, the dog, as they were walking out, came back, because there was still half biscuit chewed on my bed. <laughs> yeah. Dog came back, got his biscuit, and left. And he just bowed kind of, you know, in shame and left. And I had called check-in service, and I go, if you ever pull some shit like that on me again, I get it. I, I can handle it. Most girls go, ah! But, uh, yeah. When you're laying in bed with a man, a penis pump, a dog. Yeah, the last thing I'm thinking about is, you know, the first thing I'm thinking about is, when is this hour up? Yeah. And are you fucking kidding but uh, yeah. needless to say, he never used the service again. Because uh, <laughs> not only do the guys review us, but uh, we get to review the clients on a scale of 1 to 10. Oh, nice. You know, would you see them again, blah, blah, blah. High points, low points. They kind of get a feedback. So when they have new girls, they don't want to have the more difficult clients. Send that to the new oh, girls, okay, scare nice. them away. Or the seasoned one. I wasn't seasoned, but, you know, tough exterior. Yeah. Uh, I don't think they allowed him to book after that. I think it had something to do with, you know, like being sandwiched between a dog and the penis pump yeah. with the dog gnawing on a bone. And I was like, I'm just a bitch trying to get a bone. It's too much. Yeah, it was, just, it was a little overwhelming. But uh, that's when you know you've almost seen it all. <laughs> uh, Heck yeah. Gia, I appreciate you coming on the podcast. This has been awesome. No, I, I appreciate spending quite a lot more time than you have before. But I guess you're not <laughs> used to somebody that's been a... Actress, street racer, porn star, model, provider, medical professional. Yeah, this is, this is, that's incredible. <laughs> Brings to me, I have my dirty little manicured fingers and everything. <laughs> I can fix it, fuck it, forget about it, defend it, or prosecute it. Call me. <laughs> Hell my, yeah. That's my story, I'm sticking to it. Fuck yeah. Well, I appreciate I appreciate you coming on the podcast. Did you want to plug your like any kind of social like your website or any kind of social media or anything I, like I that? I think I'm not. I pay people to handle this shit back in the day. Now I kind of manage it where it goes unmanaged. I think I I've got a Twitter account, don't I? Yeah. I think it's like what at Giabella or yeah Giabella, I think Giabella XXX. XXX. Yeah. I think that's good. That's my Twitter account. I don't I don't Instagram. I I don't I can't figure it out. I don't have the time for it between college and shenanigans um i don't have a facebook because yeah no we all know about the violation of privacy that is uh we can go to my website which would be giabella of your desire uh dot com okay. uh there you just get to see there's no basic information about our bio or anything you'll see a bunch of photos and my 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 venture through from the beginning to end current 
uh, contact information and if you go to the page it says AVN or my videos that's where you can find uh, that free video I talked about earlier in the podcast um, you can click on it no strings attached uh, there's other videos below the more recent stuff with Lazy Cat Studios which is all my oral flicks I've gotta say I've had collaboration with other uh, not all the adult film stars they're amateur but uh, actually uh, what do you call it? Uh, there's another provider or two that I work with um, in some of those videos. You can catch a little snippet of it. And oh, it'll nice. take you over to the clip store. Uh, I, I do get a little stipend and a royalty off that, but it mostly goes to the production company. They took great, they took great care of me. <laughs> but uh, you keep on knocking, but you can't come in. <laughs> uh, they're probably looking for a stud. Oh, they didn't know you're here. Hey, uh. <gasps> oh. yeah, you can check out my website. Then Fuck yeah, Gia, Gia Bella of Your Desire, your Twitter. It's Gianna Bella XXX. Is it? Yeah. That's something like that. I'll Sounds. put it on my website for you guys because it's either Gia, G-I-A, Bella, B-E-L-L-A. Beautiful Gia. I'll make, before this comes out, I'll make sure that we figure it out and I'll we'll, we'll link this up and shit. We there we go. And uh, I'm going to turn this awesome gentleman right here onto a very good friend of mine, Mike South. He's the mouth of the South. If there's anybody who knows anything about everything in the industry, I'm so it's excited. That guy. <laughs> so uh, some of you know who he is, some of you don't, but you know, hopefully you're about to find out. And you'll get the skinny of the 401 because he's a lot of fun, just like this gentleman right here, Tank Smith. You're the best. Thank so you. I'm going to put these two in contact and maybe the next, you know. Next three-hour podcast, hopefully it shortens this. A lot of stuttering, a lot of knocking, some air conditioner stands, usual. Um, yeah, <laughs> put them in contact, and you guys will get more entertainment. So subscribe to this podcast. Hell yeah, subscribe to the If he's got a YouTube, po- fucking subscribe to that too, because this is one awesome person. And he's going to sh- tell you the ins and outs and interview the best of the best and the who's who to let you know where to go, how to get there, and the best route to take. Damn, that if was a good ass plug. If you're gonna, <laughs> if you're gonna venture this route, he knows the back route. Fuck yeah! Well, so, thank, thank you for, for being me. on the podcast, and listeners, we will be back soon. All right, all right, bye. That was my episode with Giabella Ferrari. Uh, shout out to Giabella. Fucking, I really do appreciate you coming on the podcast. Uh, listeners, that has been episode thirteen. Episode thirteen is in the books. Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, I hope your 2020 is amazing, we'll be back next Tuesday, uh, <laughs> New Year's Eve, we'll still be back in 2019, don't you worry, um, but no, uh, if you have not yet, uh, give Gia a follow on the old Twitter, her Twitter is GiannaBellaXXX, her website is GiaBellaOfYourDesire, uh, there'll be links to those in our website on the Libsyn page, uh, so go check her stuff out. Uh, But no, that has been episode 13. We will be back next Tuesday, New Year's Eve. Got a solo for my people. Just me. Um, I kind of want to do a recap of the podcast so far this year. Um, Plans for next year. Lots of interesting stuff coming up. Lots of interviews. But uh, next week, it's just going to be me and you and uh, everybody else. But uh, no, thanks for tuning into the podcast. Give us a follow on uh, whatever social, whatever, uh, whatever platform you listen to podcasts on. Give us a follow. Give us a rating. Our uh, Instagram and Twitter is uh, Full Service Pod, and our email address is Full Service Pod at gmail.com. If you got any feelings, write to the podcast. <laughs> let me know. Let me know what you think. 
Um, but no, I really do appreciate you listening. And uh, we will be back next Tuesday, New Year's Eve. Until then, see ya.